every single one of us has a choice whether we want to step forward and grow forward into all that God has for us or whether we want to continue to look backward and stay fixated on that junk in our past. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friends, it's Ryan. Welcome to Wellness and the Word. Happy Testimony Tuesday. Today I have my friend Katie Hedrick on the podcast and Katie and I really just met recently, but we have become fast friends. We are very much alike and I'm just super grateful to have this godly friendship in my life. Katie Hedrick is a certified Christian life coach and host of the Stepping Into a Joy-Filled Life podcast. She's also an iced coffee drinker, wife, and mom of three. As you can imagine, Katie spends her days chasing her kids and her dreams and helping other women to do the same. She believes that though our past may have shaped us, it doesn't define us, and then we are each called to a future that is good. Jeremiah 29, 11. Katie is passionate about equipping women to grow into all that God created them to be, discovering who they are, whose they are, and what they're called to in the process. Her teaching and coaching methods are rooted in renewing the mind with biblical truth and in shifting our thoughts to what is good, pure, and true, Romans 12.2 and Philippians 4.8, which are two of my favorite verses. So again, she's a girl after my own heart. Katie's life motto is grow in wisdom, walk in freedom, live a joy-filled life. As you hear Katie talk today, you are going to hear just how full of joy she is. Literally just hearing her voice just makes me happy. So I'm super grateful for her. And I was just on Katie's podcast recently, so I'll make sure to link that in the show notes and enjoy this episode. Well, hello, Katie. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so very happy to have you on today. Hey, Ryan. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. So Katie, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Yes. So I describe myself as a Jesus loving, coffee drinking, dream chasing, joy filled wife. And I'm a mama of three. I've got a daughter and two sons. Motherhood is one of the most exciting and fulfilling things I've ever done. And it's also been one of the most challenging things that I've ever done, but it's been really interesting because the Lord is constantly speaking to me through my children, which is really beautiful to see that we live on a farm in Iowa. In fact, we're actually building a new home. We're building a barn dominium on the farm where I grew up. And that itself is kind of a neat story. There was a piece of this farm actually up on a hill where when I was in high school going through some things, some struggles that we're going to talk about in just a little bit, 
I would drive my purple Ford Ranger to the top of this hill, right? Kind of like my mountain, like my mountain. And I would connect with the Lord up there. I would just praise and worship him. I would write poetry and song lyrics and all these things. And then it's like, it's come full circle because up on that hill, the mountain where I connected with the Lord is where we are now building our new home. So there's lots of fun and exciting things going on over here. My husband and I run several businesses. Um, I'm a certified Christian life coach and I'm also a podcast host. So lots going on over here on this end. I love it. Yes. So much going on so much goodness and just blessings, you know, from God, how fun. I just, my heart just melted when you said that you live on the property and you're building something on the property that you grew up on. How special and how just amazing that God is to just use that same spot to make new memories and connect with him. How cool. I love that. It really is neat. You know, we see in the Bible, a lot of times where Jesus would go up to the mountain to pray up in the mountaintops. And it's like, I just see this beautiful picture in the way that he connected with God, the father in this space. And he's so good and so faithful to work these miracles in our life. And I'm just, I'm very grateful, full, full of gratitude, full of joy. God is so good and has been so good throughout my whole journey. Yes, Katie, I can just hear the joy in your voice. Every single time we talk, you bring me joy. So I just love it. And I know that God's in your life. He's in your heart. And I love that you brought up the mountaintop because, and how, how Jesus specifically went out to be alone and pray and how important that is and how cool that you were doing that even in high school. Yes, absolutely. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. So Katie, where does your story begin? So like I mentioned, I grew up in Iowa, um, on a farm, on a little small farm. And I have this picture from when I was a little girl and it's a picture of my brother and myself and we're bottle feeding these baby cows. And we had this Dalmatian, this farm dog, she was a Dalmatian named Penny. And in this picture we're, you know, we're happy. And it's like my whole family was there and we're bottle feeding these, these little cows. And that's one of my earliest and one of my best memories. My brother and I have, um, we always have been really close and we've stayed really close over the years. The thing though, was that at five years old, there was this other thing going on within my family and my family walked through um, a really tough time and a really challenging time uh, when my mom and dad walked through divorce. And it was this really heartbreaking, confusing time for me at five years old. I really didn't understand what was happening. All I knew was that the world and my life as I knew it was falling apart. And I just remember crying a lot. I remember one day walking into the kitchen and, and I saw my mom sitting on the floor of the kitchen and she was crying. And I, you know, at five years old, I didn't know why, but children have this great uh, natural empathy. And so I just remember sitting down beside her and crying with her. And I remember in my kindergarten classroom, crying on my teacher's lap and just feeling very heartbroken and confused. As I grew older, I was often physically sick. I remember battling stomach aches and anxiety and my heart would race often. And as I got into high school, 
I still really hadn't totally processed and I did not know how to deal with the brokenness and the pain and the confusion that I felt in my heart that all stemmed back to my family's divorce at five years old. And so I would paint my fingernails black and I would seek out these bad boys, you know, and I would purposefully date the bad boys and I'd try to fix them and I'd try to save them. And all of this was a reflection of my heart and the brokenness inside of me. Right. And, you know, I was, I was trying to, to fix and save everyone else on the outside, but in reality, I was really trying to figure out how to fix and save myself. And I remember being voted most independent in my senior graduating class. And I think the reason that the other students viewed me that way was because I really, I didn't fit into any, any box, any social norms. And I was totally not trusting. I would not let anybody in. And so I came off as this very like independent on her own girl, which I honestly, I kind of prided myself on. Um, I look back that at that now and it's like, wow, it was actually, you know, I was really kind of sad in all honesty. So I graduated high school. I went off to college. Uh, my freshman year of college, I was on a cruise ship headed to Mexico and I met this guy, this man who was unlike any of the guys I had ever dated. This guy was blonde hair, blue eyes. He had a Southern accent. He had dimples. He just had all this charm about him. And he was nine years older than me. And so we connected on this cruise ship and somehow the fact that he was nine years older than me solidified in my mind that I was going to marry this man because I was this old soul and I was like weary from navigating my past. And I was just ready to settle down and start a new life and start over. And I thought that would fix everything. We got married. I, um, I finished my two year college degree, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> my college plan completely changed. So I finished my two year degree. We got married. And contrary to what I thought, my life was not magically perfect. <laughs> like <laughs> it did not turn into this fairy tale. I was like, what the heck? Like I still was feeling all this anxiety. And in fact, I had more anxiety than ever. I had to have tests run on my heart because there was all this just mess and fear and anxious and distrust inside of me. And now here I was married, 20 years old, a newlywed dragging all of this yuck, this, this baggage, this confusion and pain and anxiety and distrust into my marriage. And I was having so much like physical health problems that I actually had to go have tests run on my heart because the possibility of having a, a heart attack at a super early age was a very real possibility in my life. And so I began to realize, you know, this is not the life that I want. I actually want to have a loving and thriving marriage. I was in this place of looking back at my past and thinking that because divorce was in my past, that undoubtedly it must be in my future. And I began, you know, to look for that. Well, I came to this place again, where I realized this is not what I want for my life. I want a thriving marriage and I want to be free from the, the junk in my past. And I want to be able to trust and love my husband with my whole heart. And I just, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to do it, but God, God was totally at work in my mess. And in 2011, so we had been married already for like five or six years at that point. And, and my husband was so patient and good and kind with me during this whole process. I mean, can you imagine living with a woman like that for five or six years and you're, you know, you're newlywed is like, she doesn't trust you. Like what a good man, what a good man. God was completely at work and completely covering us. So in 2011, 
I said, this is enough. I, there's better out there. Both of my parents had taken me to church uh, growing up and I knew there was a God. I knew he was real. I just knew nothing about what it meant to have a real relationship with him. So in 2011, I began to seek wisdom. I began to actually open my Bible and I began to actually pay attention in church. And I began to listen and pray and cry out to God. And I began to ask him to show me a better way. Like, how do I do this? How can I move forward? And also around the same time, I connected with a life coach and through her programs, I learned about the power of forgiveness and honor and relationship what a real relationship with Jesus would look like. And in the middle of a cold February night in 2012, God woke me up in the middle of the night. We were actually in a hotel at the time. And so I sat up abruptly in this hotel room bed and I just began to weep and God in his goodness, his sweet Holy spirit began to just speak over me and whisper to my heart. And he said, daughter, I have been with you this entire time. And if you hadn't walked through everything that you walked through, and I never left you for a single moment during that, if you hadn't walked through all that stuff, that brokenness, you wouldn't be where you are today. You wouldn't have the husband, the good man that's laying beside you. You wouldn't have your children that you have. I've never left you. I've walked beside you every step of the way. And I desire to love you and have a relationship with you. And in the middle of that February night in that hotel room, I cried out to God and I gave him my entire heart. I stepped into a relationship with him. I gave him my entire past, my present, and I gave him permission to walk me into the good future that he had for me. Like Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that his plan for our future is good. And I decided to fully trust and fully embrace a true relationship with Jesus Christ that night. Oh, Katie. Oh my gosh. That is just beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I have to say, I, I have so much to say, but the funny thing is that now that I know you, Katie, you wouldn't even know that you walked through all of those things because, and this is my point is that we don't know everyone's story and everybody's been through something because you exude joy and just beauty and happiness. And you have this beautiful family, but we don't all know the backstory of how you got there. Right. And I just, that's encouraging because we all go through something. We all see each other's highlight reels right now, but we've all gone through something and God being so good and amazing has carried us through. And we get to just thank him and praise him for all that he used for good. Cause he does, he uses all things for good in our lives for those who believe in him. And I just had like this warmth in my heart when you were talking, especially when you talked about that last thing, when he woke you up in the middle of the night and just gave you that beautiful, profound, specific message for you. Yes. And amen. You know, I have found that every single person on this earth has something in their past that was really, really hard. And it can range from everything from, you know, being the child of a divorce to walking through divorce yourself to physical, mental, sexual abuse, to death of a loved one, every single one of us, because that's part of living life here on this planet is that, you know, the Bible tells us you're going to walk through hard things, right? Yeah. But, but take heart. I've come, I've made a way I can bring you peace. I can bring you joy. And every single one of us has a choice, whether we want to step forward 
and grow forward into all that God has for us or whether we want to continue to look backward and stay fixated on that junk in our past. Yes. And like you said, it's a choice and we absolutely get to choose. I was just having a conversation with my oldest son last night as we were reading the Bible together and we were talking about how we have, we have the choice with our emotions or with, with anything that we do. Ultimately we can struggle with something if, whether it's anger or anxiety, but we have the choice if that's going to take over our lives or if we're going to let God take over. So I love how you made that point. And, uh, so much to say in your testimony, Katie, thank you for sharing that. I just imagined you as a little girl being so empathetic and sitting there crying with your mama and how hard that is for parents. It's not an easy decision to choose to divorce and then how it played out in physical ailments for you. And that is a reminder to me that everything going on in our life affects all parts of us. So the emotional things that you were going through in your life were coming out as physical things, which is just really interesting. I liked how you talked about how you were independent and, you know, just being in control of your life all the time was obviously very important to you. And that can hold us back from our relationship with God sometimes, right? But you obviously gave him back that control. You gave him permission, like you said. And that's what else I love that you said. You gave him permission because God is a gentleman and he invites us into relationship with him, but he does not force us. So we do have to give him permission. We do have to accept the invitation and welcome him into our hearts. Yes. And amen. (laughs) And I just want to give one other shout out to your husband, how amazing that he was just patient with you and walked in that with you as we are called to do as husbands and wives is just walk through those hard times and not walk away when things are too hard or overwhelming. We're to carry our spouse in those times. So how awesome that you have an amazing husband like that. I have to speak to that for a quick second. He is such a good man. He's my favorite. He really is. (laughs) He brings out this side of me that's like just really fun and loving. You know, as a mama, we get in this space of of kind of like strict, like, you know, just responsibility, all the things. And he just, it's so fun to spend time with him. He just really brings out the best of me. And our marriage is one of my most treasured things. We have been through heck and back in our marriage. Um, we've been married for almost 15 years now and we walked through some really hard things. But one thing about us and our marriage is that we have vowed, well, number one, God is the, the strongest and most important part. But number two, we have vowed to never quit on the same day. And I could go on and on about that, but that's something that we really hold to is that we just simply have promised to never quit on the same day. And that's been a key for us. Okay. That's the best. I love that so much. (laughs) That's great because we all have hard days and we, you know, we need that other, that support person in our life to be like, okay, you're have you get to have the hard day today. (laughs) And we do that. We do. One of us will have a bad day, but the other one will absolutely stay up. Like we're committed to that. You know, we never, we will never quit on the same day. One other thing is that we acknowledge that while we are best friends and lovers, we're business partners in our other businesses. We are everything except each other's soulmate, because that role can only be filled by our relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And we both believe that with everything in us. And I think it's another reason why we continue to grow. You know, we grow individually in our relationship with Christ and we grow together in our relationship and together in our relationship with Christ. And it's really just a beautiful picture. And if you couldn't tell, I'm just very, very, very grateful (laughs) for my marriage and for my husband. 
Yes. Amen. I love that. That's very true. We have to keep our eyes focused on God. I just did another testimony where we're talking about her marriage had become an idol because that can even become an idol. Even good things can become idols when we make that person our soul affection. And that's not how we were meant to be. We were meant to be, have a relationship with God and then he makes our relationships great. Yes. So beautiful. I love that. So you kind of alluded to this a little bit already, but what were you trying to do that didn't work in your life before God? Yeah. So really it was three things. Number one, I was trying to save myself. I was trying to fix the mess and clean it all up myself. And here's the thing is I was literally trying to fix something that was completely out of my control. And I think so often we try to play the role of God in our own lives, but sister, it will never work out, right? We have to submit to him. We have to hand it over to him. We have to give him every part of us, good, bad, or indifferent. And then he will take it. He will bless it. He will cleanse it. He will multiply it and turn it into something good. So that was number one. The second thing is that I was trying to find acceptance in all the wrong places. Acceptance was like this bare spot in the soil of my life. Like it's something I really felt like I was lacking in my childhood. Don't get me wrong. My parents loved me and I love them, but there was like this thing of acceptance and it, you know, it took me forever to realize that people are not perfect. People will fall short. Our spouse, our kids, our parents, our friends, they're not perfect. And so we cannot and must not expect that from them. Right. And the thing is that God, the good father, he will never fall short. He will never let us down. He's the one who created us, who loves us the most. And we have to understand that our acceptance is found in him that he loves us. He accepts us that we are his beloved kingdom daughter. And so that was a game changer for me. And then the last thing, and maybe the biggest thing, and I alluded to this before is that I was staying fixated on my past. I love to give the example that your rear view mirror is way smaller than your windshield for a reason. And that's because we are supposed to fix our eyes on the road ahead of us, before us, right? If we're staring in our rear view mirror, we are going to crash the car. And so for me, clearly that didn't work. That was the biggest thing holding me back is that I was staying stuck in this headspace, this mindset, these beliefs, totally fixated on my past and thinking foolishly that it would become my future. And God said to me, daughter, look ahead because your future is ahead of you and it is good. That is so awesome. I love those three things. That's, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. We're all trying to be our own savior. And that's kind of what the world tells us is to do it ourselves and pull up your bootstraps. And that's absolutely contrary to God's word. And, uh, just, I loved all of that. I definitely love that, that image, that visual of the rear view mirror and the windshield. Yes. And amen to that as well. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So if you could thank God for one person in your faith journey, who would it be? Yep. Without a doubt, it would be the lady that I hired as a life coach. And I definitely will name drop her Danny Johnson. You may or may not have heard of her. She has quite a story. God has worked through her and continues to work through her in amazing and powerful ways. One thing that I want to mention that I think is really important, however, is that we, you know, I think it's great and important to connect with a mentor or a coach, but we cannot 
put them on, you know, as high a level as God. We still, first and foremost, have to go to God, the one who created us, the one who loves us. We have to go to his word and we have to search it for ourselves. Um, you know, that being said, she, God worked through her to change my life undoubtedly. And I am forever grateful that God worked through her to reach me. And I remember after going through some of her programs and after that February night in 2012, I remember a family member saying to me, Katie, your spirit is beautiful. And I remember thinking to myself, well, I know exactly why it's because you now see in me the Holy spirit. Yes. Yes. The Holy Spirit gets to shine through now. And I just love that point you made that while having a mentor, while having Christian people around you who can guide you to the right things and be that wise counsel, we have direct access to God, every single one of us, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. We get to have that relationship with them, how lucky we are. And we can really get intimidated, I think, by the Bible and by not knowing how to pray that we feel like we don't have that access, but we do. And I just love that to remember that power that you have and you have the Holy spirit within you. So love that so much, Katie. I love too that the Bible says, you know, when we don't know what to pray, that the Holy spirit will intercede and that he will cover us in prayer. And sometimes I cling to that beautiful promise because sometimes I'm in this space of, I just, I don't even know what to pray. You know, here I am. I've, you know, Jesus has been my savior for all these years. And I still come to this place where sometimes it's like, God, this is bigger than me. And I don't even know what to say or pray or think about it. And he says, daughter, I've got you. I'm covering you in prayer. Yes. Yes. The father already knows, but yes, I love that the Holy spirit will just, if you're just like, here I am, help me guide me. They will. And also that made me think of like, if you're praying out loud, I used to be so intimidated to do that. But when I started just letting go and letting the Holy spirit take over. I'm like, Oh, I just prayed a whole time. And I didn't even realize. <laughs> yes. that He's so good and so faithful. So here's a fun fact. Um, public speaking does not come natural for me. And in fact, even, you know, I run a podcast and I do public speaking and, and even like these interviews that I do and forever. And still, this is, still, if you, if you saw me right now, the side of the microphone, I actually have hives. I have hives all from my chest, like all the way up my neck, up to my chin. And forever I was, be, I would be so frustrated. I was like, why can't I get my nerves under control? And God revealed to me that it's the manifestation of the Holy spirit. And I was like, wow, like it's the Holy spirit showing up in a huge way. Like it's passion, it's joy. It's the Holy spirit showing up in an absolutely like manifested and visible and tangible way. Yes. And you can celebrate that. It's the Holy spirit showing up in you so that you can show up Yes, and so not, good. and That's not good. be intimidated. I love it because it's never easy, especially, you know, doing the interviews and, and having a podcast and just having like that public ministry, especially when you're telling people about Jesus, it's never an easy thing. It's never very comfortable and, but we're, we're called to do it. So we're doing it right. Absolutely. Yes, girl. Yeah. The abundant life, it lives outside of our comfort zone. I love the movie, the greatest showman and PT Barnum. When he says comfort, it's the enemy of progress. <laughs> I yes. That. I love that too. So how does God meet your needs? Girl in every way. He's my everything. I I'm guessing you could probably tell that <laughs> just from my voice, but he provides for me. He protects me. He brings comfort. He brings healing. 
he leads and guides me every day. I pray and ask him to pour out his wisdom over me. I mean, girl, he rescues me. You know, we, we, Ryan, which I'm so grateful. We have developed this beautiful friendship between us. And we were just recently talking about uh, the story of Peter stepping out of the boat and onto the water in Matthew 14. And when his faith began to wane and he began to sink under those waves and Jesus reached down his hand and rescues him. And it's like, that's so relatable, you know, because he calls me out into deep water often to this place where I could not possibly be successful or make it out alive without him. I mean, he is my rescuer each and every time. And I think that one of the most meaningful ways that God meets my needs is something that we talked about a little bit earlier, and that is acceptance. You know, I felt so much like I was lacking that in my childhood and way even into my adulthood years. Like it took me forever to figure out what this, what is this, you know, bare spot in the soil of my heart? What is this hole in my life? You know, that's still there. And it's like, he revealed to me, it's acceptance. You, you didn't feel accepted. And he says, daughter, I accept you. Your acceptance is here in me. I am your father. And I love that so much. I, um, I like to do this visualization in my own mind and there's a quick backstory behind it. Um, a while back, I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling what I call stress paralyzed. I had all the things going that I didn't know where to start. And I was feeling really overwhelmed. And my husband walked into my office and I just began to cry. I really didn't even know why. And he said, Katie, come sit on my lap and just let me hold you. <laughs> right. And so here I was a grown woman setting in my husband's lap and he wraps his arms around me and I'm just weeping and crying because I'm feeling totally overwhelmed. And God showed me and put this visual in my mind that now I take myself to the space often. It's me as his daughter, literally sitting in his lap and his arms around me, me as his beloved kingdom daughter. And he, as the good father, as my father with his arms wrapped around me. And it's my favorite thing to do and to visualize and to meditate on when I get in this space, you know, that I need that when, when life just feels like too much, I will visually just take myself to that space. And he meets my every need in that space. Wow. Katie, that is just so beautiful and so powerful when we can actually had that physical sensation. I think that's really neat. That visualization of being with God. And I like to do that too. Mine is where he's just, he touches my shoulder. That's what he does for me. He touches my shoulder, wraps his arm around me. Like, and it's so powerful. Like when you were saying that right now, I just had chills because we truly get to be with him. We truly get to know God as our father. And that's what I just love to reinforce for people is he is our father. He is our big dad. So if you have a good relationship with your earthly father, you can apply it to that. If you don't have an, a good relationship with your earthly father, you can know that you have a good, good father who will wrap his arms around you. And oh, I just love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes. It's so good. And it's so true. He is the good father. Yes, he is. So are there any scriptures that are special to you? Yes. So there are two. And this first one, I consider my life first. And it's kind of funny because this is like, you've probably never heard this before as someone's life first, but I found this scripture when I was in high school. And again, you know, I didn't have a relationship with Jesus yet, but I didn't know about him. And I found this verse and, and I clung to this verse. I remember I found it on 
I don't know if they still make these. I bet they do. But on a wooden stamp, when I was in high school, this was like a big thing. And I would collect these, okay, with these wooden stamps. I love to do scrapbooking and all this stuff. So I found this wooden stamp and it had this verse on it. And it was First Peter 5, 7, cast all your cares and anxiety on him because he cares for you. And I, I clung to that. And like I said, I didn't even have relationship yet, but I knew in my heart, I already knew that somehow that he was the answer, that, that that was the answer to moving forward to the future and out of the past and the brokenness. So that's been my life verse. And then Romans 12, two, which is the verse that my life coaching program is based upon. And it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing and perfect will of God. Renewing our mind with God's truth, with his word, this is what leads to total life transformation. So right now, that is my absolute favorite verse that I'm just repeating and sharing over and over again. Well, that is why we are great friends, Katie, because that is one of my favorite verses. That is totally what my Romans 12 to is what my ministry is based upon as well. So I love that so much. And uh, last night when we were doing my son, he, so we just bought him his first Bible. He's had other Bibles, but we took him to get like his first boy Bible that he picked out himself. He's, you know, eight and a half. So it's been really special. We prayed over it and everything. And last night we were reading together and he was asking about how I highlight my Bible. So we were looking through his Bible. I was teaching him how to find, you know, specific passages. And we came to Romans 12 too. And I was telling him, this is one of my favorite verses. And so that was the very first verse that he highlighted in his Bible. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have all the Holy goosebumps over here. <laughs> I know it was so special. I love that. Would you mind sharing? I'm actually just curious what, what Bible it was like, is there a special kids version of something that you guys chose? Yeah, it is a, it's an NLT version, but it's called the hands-on Bible. And it's so, it's so awesome. It was, we got it from like a local Christian bookstore here. I'll have to post it or share it with you. And I can share it in the show notes too, because we really love it. It's really neat in the back. All the different has just all kinds of questions that kids might have, or, you know, you can look to these verses if you're feeling anxious or upset or, all kinds of things. It's so neat. I said, Oh, I'm going to use this Bible. I'm, it, it's really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll have to check that out. I love the, she reads truth Bible. It's a Christian standard version and my daughter is 12. And so she has that Bible as well. It's, it's definitely for, you know, a little bit of an older child, I would say 12 and up, but it has space on the sides for note-taking. And I just absolutely love it. But the one you mentioned, I'll look into that for my boys. They're a little bit younger. Yes. Yeah. It's so fun. It was just just so awesome, especially because he's now looking forward to it. Like he wants to read the Bible with me at night. So I'm like, yay. <laughs> oh, I love that. And first Peter five, seven. I also love that verse. That's such a great verse. So Katie, what have we not talked about that you'd like to share with us? Yes. I would love to share about my method for creating and living a fulfilled and joy filled life. So there are four steps and I would love to share them with you all today. Okay, friends, I had to stop the track because the goodness that Katie shared in the next 15 minutes of our interview deserves its own episode. So look out for that on tomorrow's Wellness Wednesday. You are going to love it. Thanks for listening to Wellness and the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. 
Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to Wellness and the Word and for all of your love and support. If you haven't yet left a review for the show, it would mean so much because it helps other women find our show and be encouraged along with us and join our sisterhood. So share it with a friend or leave a review. 